0: Hi, this is Haley Chura and you're listening to a special edition mini episode of the Iron Women podcast. This is Haley, and thank you for tuning in again for another special edition mini episode of the Iron Women podcast. Today, I talked to Faye Yates, race director and co-owner of Team Magic Multisports, a complete race event management company based in Nashville, Tennessee. Some of our listeners are probably familiar with races like the Chattanooga Waterfront Triathlon or the Music City Triathlon, and both of those are Team Magic events. In the past week, Team Magic made the tough decision to postpone its St. Patrick's Day running events, as well as a triathlon scheduled for May. I asked Faye for a little background on what goes into the decision to postpone a race and also what we as the endurance sports community can be doing right now to help make sure the races we love will still be happening once life gets back to normal. I do wanna give a quick shout out and thank you to the sponsors of the Iron Women podcast, Zelio Skincare, Noon Hydration, and Form Swim Goggles. The support of Zelios, Noon, and Form, as well as our Live Feisty Patreon community, are helping make these mini episodes possible. And if you do need great skincare products, electrolyte hydration tablets, or a new pair of smart swim goggles for once the pools reopen, all three companies do ship, and you can find websites and discount codes in our show notes. Thank you as well to our listeners, all of you listening now, You keep me going, so please enjoy this conversation with Faye Yates. Hi, Faye. Welcome to the Iron
1: Woman podcast. Hi, Haley. Thanks for having me.
0: So I think we could start off this conversation with you just giving a brief description of yourself and your role within the endurance sports community.
1: Right, so I own, I co-own an event management company. We produce um, mainly triathlons, a few running events in the states of Alabama and Tennessee. I reside in Nashville, it's where our home office is. We have ten events on the calendar that we own and manage. Occasionally, do some pop-up projects for people. That's our bread and butter is A to Z event management of Olympic distance and shorter triathlons.
0: And you've already had to cancel or postpone several races because of the COVID-19 coronavirus. What went into those decisions?
1: Right. So the first one we had to postpone um, was actually last weekend. So we had our one of our largest events is a St. Patrick's run. It includes a half marathon, 10K, 5K, um, in downtown Nashville. So we, you know, as things were changing, I felt like last Thursday and Friday were like really impactful days. There were definitely impactful days here and of course across the country. Um things were happening hour by hour and we actually even had a packet pickup and we're watching things as we were going and hoping we could keep the, you know, that race on and it just it, it just happened so quickly with the city and the, the recommendations that came out were to, you know, cancel all events and it it wasn't a forced thing at the time um however i think if i'd waited 24 hours to make the decision on friday um between in that 24 hours i would have been basically forced to because where we where we're located is you know we're on government property we're beside an nfl stadium there's so many um that we were we're really we were in the heat of you know a lot of we weren't at a state park let's just say that or, or out in a remote area we were in a very populated area. Um, so I think I would have been forced to uh, make the decision, but we just felt like it was the right thing to do. There were literally no other events happening other than one on the calendar in Greater Nashville on Saturday. So that was that one. Um, so that's, we, you know, we have postponed it. We found a date where we could postpone it and reserve some spots for that in October um, versus just a pure cancellation. And then, you know, in the coming days, the next thing that happened was the recommendation from the CDC for, you know, the following eight weeks. uh, No crowd gatherings over 50 people. So we took that recommendation and said, you know, we need to follow this. We talked to, you know, of course, we talked to our host communities. And said, we're assuming you're you're following this. Our feeling is we need to follow this. We all made a decision together. Um, We have one triathlon that was scheduled for May 2nd in Alabama at a state park. And they said, absolutely, it needs to be postponed. So we found a postponement date for that and reserved the same venue for August for that race. And then we had one that was late May. They fell outside of the eight-week window. But our concern for that, also a triathlon, our concern for that event was, well, if we come out of the eight-week window, we don't have time to prepare. So there's no time to order things, to repair, to know if people will register. We don't expect people to register because of all the uncertainty. So we had to let it go.
0: Are you getting any kind of reactions from athletes? Are you interacting with athletes at all or hearing from them in any way?
1: Absolutely. We immediately notified our athletes through social media, through our, our general e-blast, but then 100% directly to each athlete that was pre-registered also to any event. And we just explained, you know, where we were. And we, we, we assumed that they had heard, you know, these recommendations and understood the message um, but we wanted them to hear directly from us, of course, and our, our stance on things and, you know, the social responsibility we feel and what we feel like is the right thing to do. And by and large, people have been amazing <laughs> in understanding that, you know, we are we can't offer refunds, or, or, but we're doing full credits to a future Team Magic event if you can't make the postponed date. You know, unfortunately, and then this is this is always it doesn't matter what the situation is, there's always a few people that are very angry and threatening and they don't understand. How can you not refund? You have my money, you already have it. They don't they don't really understand that how much money is spent ahead of time in that, you know, to, to prepare for events and what goes on behind it. Especially I mean, there are I guess some one up events that are like a charity one time a year and not that this doesn't impact them, I'm not saying that at all, but for small businesses like mine, that this is what we do. You know, we have we have a staff, we have we have to pay people. We have a warehouse where we have to store our equipment because we own all of the equipment that we use at our races. You know, we built a company that provides an opportunity for multi sport athletes to race. So for us to stay in business, we can't refund everyone.
0: <laughs> Are you seeing any increased interest in athletes entering races that might be scheduled later in the year?
1: We're seeing zero interest in a- registering we do have a lot of positive comments back from people saying they really look forward to when we postponed the one triathlon that's been postponed and the one running event that's been postponed you know they say you know we look forward to when we when we all come out of this and we'll be there and we're you know we look forward to your other races so we're we're getting a positive vibe from people but in terms of actually registering for races no
0: are there ways that we as the endurance sports community can be supporting companies like Team Magic and helping small business owners like yourself until the races continue. I mean, especially with you being based in Nashville, you're already dealing with economic economic impact of the recent tornadoes. What can we be doing?
1: Right. You know, I think just being supportive and understanding and not asking for refunds is the biggest thing. I mean, you know, we're fortunate that we have um we have a steady a steady clientele that, you know, we do a Cyber Monday special in November um or, excuse me early december so we you know we did have some early registrants so we have a little bit of cushion just you know if this goes on the next month or so we're delayed out by one month that's one thing but you know we we will run out of cushion <laughs> so we're, we're fortunate in that i don't know if other people are fortunate that they had some pre-registered for some of their larger races so i think it's just if people feel comfortable registering knowing that if we have to delay another race, you know, our plan is to be here when when racing continues. Our plan is to be here so if people felt like hey, you know, it's it, it's not going to impact me. It's important enough to keep these people, you know, in business. If we see that we get pushed out another month, I mean, we will need people to start registering and I can speak for a lot, I've talked to a lot of race directors about this, and I think that's our, our biggest concern is how, how can we hold on? We all want to be here. We all want to be here, and I know the racers want us, they want races to be available on the other side.
0: We do want you to be there and we want to get into your races. So thank you so much, Faye, for coming on today and for giving us a little insight into what's going on behind the scenes from the race director perspective. And hopefully we, do, we can encourage people to go out there, register for those late season races and keep great companies like Team Magic creating amazing events for us. So thank you so much.
1: Thank you so much, Haley. I appreciate the opportunity to get a, get a voice out there.
0: Okay, folks, you heard it from Faye. If you have the means, definitely consider signing up for a summer or fall race now because it could be exactly what needs to be done to make sure your favorite late season race actually happens. And I think everyone can agree that race credit is a great compromise in times like these, so let's avoid asking for refunds. I did invite a race director from Ironman onto the show, but she told me via email that unfortunately at this time, Ironman has mandated that all staff members refrain from communicating about any operational changes related to COVID 19. She said the primary reason for this is to ensure that the most accurate information is provided to athletes as clearly and concisely as possible. I am recording this on Friday, March 20th, and earlier today I received an Ironman Pro Services email indicating the company is working through various scenarios related to pro qualifying slots for both the Ironman World Championship and the Ironman 70.3 World Championship, not only for 2020, but also 2021 as well. The email directed us to both the Ironman Pro Qualifying Event Listing website and the Ironman Updates website, and I'll include both of those in our show notes for anyone who's interested. Thank you again to Faye Yates from Team Magic Multisports for graciously sharing some time and insight so that we as athletes can have a better idea of what's going on behind the scenes When a race we've been training so hard for gets postponed. And thank you again for tuning in and I wish you all healthy training and maybe a summer or fall local race registration or two. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Please subscribe, like, and comment on iTunes. My favorite podcast hosts are Alyssa Gadeski and Haley Chura. My favorite editor is Aaron Hamilton. The Iron Women podcast is a Live Feisty Media production.